to hot dogs, apple pie and haggis with Joe and the Scott. Enjoy and tell your friends. Welcome to the second edition of Hot Dogs, Apple Pie, and Haggis. Excellent. With Joe and the Scott. That was fun. First one was good. First one was great. We had really good feedback. Thank you for those that sent it in. We appreciate that very much. Great comments. Didn't hear a negative thing. The only, it wasn't negative, but uh, one of our friends says, uh, can't hear the Scott when I'm in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Just, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not, uh, that's not a good thing. So it's been an interesting week, and as I have had promised in week one, the uh, just a quick sports update. The Dodgers won 8 to nothing yesterday. And the only reason I'm bringing it up so at the top is because there's only 18 games left. So okay. it's, it's getting close. We're two and a half back with Giants. So we went eight to nothing over the Padres. Uh, swept the Padres, began a three-game set with Arizona, and then we head to Cincinnati. That's a critical series. Niners won, yay, forty-one thirty-three. They tried to give it away, but didn't work. Thirty, so yeah, forty-one thirty-three, and they head out to take on the Eagles, thirty-two to six. They won over the Falcons, and our Cal Bears lost. Oh, boo! Get rid of that one. Cal Bears lost. <laughs> Squaw Valley is changing its name. Palisades. I'm sorry. Palisades, Palisades. Tahoe. Very posh. Yeah. Very yeah. posh. Like all the football teams and baseball teams and everybody's getting away from the Native American connotations such as Indians. The Chiefs. Redskins. Chiefs will never change. No. I don't think so. I don't see that happening. Well, I don't see the Chiefs as being derogatory or... I don't either. Is that because I'm foreign? Uh, but you're not Native American, so we can't can't really say. Yeah. Redskins, I get it. The Indians, I get it. The logo for the Indian was kind of, mm. yeah, although everybody loved it. Yeah. Chief Wahoo. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're changing their name. So anyway, Squaw Valley's falling in place on that, too. We have a big rally coming up on the 18th. Which in is DC. next Saturday. Is that Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. And this rally is in defense of the really good people. You know, they're really good people. They just came for a tour of the White House, and uh, an insurrection broke out. On the 6th of January. They're just tourists. Yeah. But they're coming in to support who they say are being politically hung up in jail. And in court cases and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yes. I mean, after all, it's perfectly normal, isn't it? Well, I I don't understand. There's, um, on the one hand, they're saying that it was just tourists. And on the other hand, they're having a rally to defend people that essentially attempted a coup on U.S. democracy. Well, that was a full intent. Exactly. So they were trying to stop the vote. They were going to hang Mike Pence. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guys. So the Capitol is putting up uh, fencing 
um, supposed to be the next day or two to get ready for this on Saturday. The good news is Congress won't be there. They won't be in session. So being on a Saturday. Which is good. I'm, I'm sure none of them would want to put themselves or their staffers through that again. I've heard that Bobert and Marge have <laughs> been told not to go to the rally. The two ugly sisters. It would be interesting to see if they do go. Well, yeah, because they like the sound of their own voice and they like to be seen and they like to be associated they with like these people. They like to get people fired up. Yeah. That's what they like to do. They like to shock people. Having said that, with that coming up uh, today, I think it was today, might have been yesterday when this happened, uh, we have a guy from California, a 44-year-old uh, California man, who allegedly possessing a bayonet and a machete just outside Democratic National Committee headquarters, which sits just south of the Capitol building mm -hmm. where the insurrection took place. Both of those items are illegal in Washington. He was driving a truck laden with white supremacist slogans and said that he was on patrol. A patrol of what? <laughs> yeah, granny's for hooky, man. Oh, my God. They're God. so see-through. They're so transparent. Jeez. What is the matter with these guys? Uh, and what's with all the stickers? I mean... You know, here's... here's a, I've, I've got a thing for bumper stickers. You will never see a bumper sticker on my car. Ever. No. On the truck, we have a vote sticker. And yep. we have the University of California Golden Bears sticker. <laughs> you won't see either one of those on the bins, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it? I, I just don't, you know, I don't get it. But on the other hand, it does make it easier for... No, it's easier uh, to spot. I don't think it's difficult to it, spot them anyway, is it? Exactly. But it makes it easier for law enforcement or people that are keeping tabs on them. These people, man, there's, there's too much pride going on there. But I'm sure he was coming. He was going to hang out. For it the, was a tourist, for Mom. a parade. On the 18th. Uh, we've got another Q conspiratist. Died from COVID-19. Oh, yeah. what a shame. Do you know what? I am all out. All out of sympathy. Mm -hmm. This woman, her name is Veronica Wolski. She was in... Um, Instagram, it was Instagram or TikTok or somebody, and she was filming herself. Wow. And she went into a Staples with a Batman mask on, not over your nose, not over your mouth, and they would say, yeah. you got to wear a mask. Yeah. She says, I have a mask. Anyway, long story short, she harassed all the people at Staples at uh -huh. one time. Well... This uh, Veronica Wolski, she was being treated for the virus um, in Chicago, it looks like. She started harassing the uh, people that were treating her. Oh, in the hospital? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And was targeted for harassment by pro-Donald Trump conspirators. The hospital is... 
They were being attacked by Lynn Wood. Oh. That oh. crazy Q attorney. Yeah. Q attorney. So he comes, and Sidney Powell and Michael Flynn. Oh. All came out against the hospital. That's for shocking. Her. That is shocking. I'm going to go off on one. I don't. <laughs> go for it. That's I why we're am, here. I am so sick to the back of teeth, like so many, many Americans are, particularly nurses and doctors. You have people that are anti-vaxxers and they're anti-vaxxers largely because they've been fed this misinformation, which is relentless by Fox News hosts. By the way, Fox News is banned in the UK. Um, but they're, they're being fed all this rubbish. So like 50, 20, something like 26% of the population refuse COVID vaccines. They say my choice. Well, yeah, there's your choice. There's your freedom. Then there is your responsibility to yourself, to your family, to your the people that you work with, to children at school who can't currently get vaccinated. And on top of that, they're overloading the health system and overwhelming the nurses and doctors who have had to fight this virus for, what, 18 months now. Come on, people. Get your act together. Sort it out. But do not take it out on medical staff at health facilities. And can I just say a huge shout out and kudos to all those nurses that are putting in extra hours, can't take time off, even when they're sick. Do them a favor, America. Get vaccinated. Couldn't have said it better. Feel better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, get this. Here's here's what Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell, and Michael Flynn, this is why they were ta- attacking the hospital. Because over doctor's refusal to treat her with... Invermectin. Exactly. Instead of uh, the um, Regeneron proven or, therapies. Yeah. That's what they're pissed off about. Well, no doctor in their right mind or who wants to keep their practicing license would prescribe Invermectin for anybody. It's a horse wormer. Man, it's boggles of mine. But, but, but for them to go to the hospital, though, and yeah. yell at doctors and nurses and 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 put them in the spotlight in the news, yeah, because they're doing their job by yeah. not giving her ivermectin exactly. or what's, what's that stuff called? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. Well, apparently, Glenwood comes on and says, "I've just learned that Veronica Wolski saw the face of God this morning at twelve forty-four." Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You know, there comes a point where you have to draw the line. And I think we've all been patient. As President Biden said, we have been patient long enough. Enough. Get over it. Get the vaccine. Now they're saying that she was murdered. Oh, really? Yes. Ah, what a bunch of idiots. Where did that go? 
ivermectin didn't didn't that come out in some theory from india originally i have no idea i believe it was i'll have to check up on that i think these people should just go and see nurse pratchett and get on the meds (laughs) oh here's another jewel fox news host bill hemmer revealed on monday that he had walked out of a restaurant because he was asked to present picture ID with his vaccine card. Oh, dear. What really cracks me up on this, I'll tell you the rest of the story, but what really cracks me up, what's the first thing that you hear the whack nuts say when it comes to uh, voting in elections? Oh, you've got to have voter you've ID. You've got to have voter ID, right? Yeah. Why is that any different than going in a restaurant? Exactly. So Hemmer made uh, made the admission on his uh, show, and he says, I popped into a restaurant three weeks ago. I said, I don't have my vaccine card, but I do have an app so I, that I downloaded. I showed it to them, and they said, sir, can we see something with your name on it and picture? Because you got to have both. Yeah. you got to have ID, and you got to have vaccination. By the way, the city of San Francisco, you can't go anywhere without a vaccine card. So, and it's working out nicely. And did you know that in San Francisco, 90% of the people are vaccinated? 90% of all the people. And they had no COVID cases in schools in the first week of opening. Isn't that amazing how that works? I mean, it just speaks for itself. Well, it's science. It's science. And they say it's junk science. Except when they go to the hospital because they've overdosed on Invermectin. And by the way, California's second best. I'm not sure who's number one. I think it's on the East Coast, New Hampshire or someplace like that. But we're number two best on the infection of any of the states. Yeah. And look at the size of the population. That's per capita. Yeah. So congrats to Governor Newsom. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, back to Bill Hemmer. He's a joke, anyway. So, he says he has it on the on the app, and they said, well, can we see something with your name on it and uh, a picture? He said, here's my Amex card. Here's my visa. And they said, sir, we need a card with your picture on it. And so, he was asked, did you show your Fox News badge by co-host Dana Perino? He says, no, nah. I turned around and walked out. You guys can have it. Good luck. The joint was empty. They always say that. Of course. (laughs) I mean, just show them your driver's license. I mean, what's the problem? Exactly. God, man. How does this have to go? Yeah. They're just going to keep it going and going and going. No, they're freaking bioterrorists. They are. They are bioterrorists. Yep. You are killing people. Literally. You may not know it. But you are. Like the lady on Twitter that um, tweeted to, I think it was Jill Weinbanks, the, the lawyer that's on MSNBC. And she said, I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer. I have to have a mastectomy. But I can't get it done because the hospitals are full of COVID patients. I'm going to have to wait a month. Well, any woman knows that you do not wait a month when you've just been diagnosed 
with breast cancer. So well done, you anti-vaxxer idiots. Well, that's just it. I mean, then they, then they get upset because they can't be treated. And the only reason they can't be treated is because they're in hospital. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, we got a big day coming up on Tuesday. Yeah, you just mentioned Gavin Newsom. Yep. And um, when all this started on the recall, and by the way, if, you, if you're in California and you haven't voted yet, why not? Get out there and stick it in a drop box. You got the, when did we get that? Mid-August? I think it was August 15th is when we got the... Um, the actual ballot. The ballot. Yeah. Mine was in a week later. Yeah, don't mail it now. Put it in the, put it in the drop box. If you're angry, take your anger, vote, and drop it in the drop box. Well, when all this started, it was pretty much 50-50 on this Republican takeover. And I'll reiterate, I, I won't go on about it, but just in case this is the first time you didn't listen to our first episode, the way it works in California, if you're not in California, the way it works is you have two questions and you answer yes if you want to remove Governor Newsom or no if you don't want to remove Governor Newsom. If you voted yes, then there's a second question. Well, actually, there's a second question for everybody, but if you voted no, there's no reason to fill out the second question. The second question is a list of 46 whack jobs. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a couple of Democrats in there. They're all right. <laughs> 46 guys, women, whatever they are. Porn stars. Want to be. Yeah. Porn stars, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, so if you do vote yes, then you need to select one of those people. And whoever gets the most votes out of those 46 people will be installed as governor of California and Newsom's out immediately. And you can do that with as little as 20% of the vote. Oh, it could be 15%. You just got to have the most. Yeah. And when you have 46 people. So in other words, Gavin Newsom has to get over... 50%. The guy, if he is recalled, then there is no number for the winner. No. And it's, right now, it's looking like if it did happen, it's looking like that number is going to be around 20%. Yeah. <laughs> so the governor, who has done a great job, in my opinion, uh, has to get over 50%. The winner can get 10% and become governor. And that's exactly why the Republicans are doing this. It's because they can't beat him. He's up for re-election next year. Yeah. But they can't beat him in an election. They don't have anybody that could beat him in an election. And let's face it, it gives them a platform to, to get themselves more into the media. Well, a blessing in disguise is the guy who is the front runner in uh, Larry... Larry Elder. Elder. And the reason I say it's a, a blessing in disguise is because everything he stands for. And so that made it easy for Gavin to, now he's got an opponent. Yeah. He, he had 46 of them before, but now he has an opponent. Yep. So the, the fact, I mean, this guy came out. I know I said I wasn't going to go on about this, but this guy came out. He's against minimum wage, not 
$15 an hour minimum wage. He's against minimum wage. There should be none. According to him. According to him. He is anti-vax. Well, he's not anti-vax, but he's not anti-vax mandate. He's anti-max or masks mandate as well. Which is why California is number two in the country per capita best. Because we Because of masks. Worn the mask. Exactly. We've taken the vaccines. You don't you don't go anywhere in public around not not where we live and see rarely do you see anybody without a mask on. No. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, the update. The reason I was going there is for an update. And so we have two, four, six we have eight polls that just came out, and all of them are in Newsom's favor. So one had them up by 5%. The other ones were much more uh, in volume. So 5% was the lowest one, and then it was 19, 21%, 17%, 14%, 10%, 13%, and 14%. For an average of 14% supporting no recall. Which is a good thing, but can I just um, preach a word of caution here? Sure. When it comes to polls, and I have experience with polls. Still got to get out and vote. You have to go out and vote because if you think that those polls are good and it's going to be a shoe-in for Gavin Newsom, that's exactly where you can be caught in the wrong place. Yeah, and keep in mind these percentages are percentages of people polled, not necessarily that have voted. These are just polled what people's preferences are. So maybe half of those people didn't vote. Yeah, you know, maybe so, half of them aren't going to vote. But the other blessing from Larry Elder is this: the Democrats, when this started, was like, yeah, yeah. Gavin's, yeah, yeah. Just kind of him all around about it. But when Elder came out, the Democrats paid attention. So, you know, vote no, get keep Gavin, and everything's good. Okay, so Joe mentioned um, this guy from Fox News. Fox News, let me tell you about their history in the UK. They were a news channel. They broke all all the regulations of journalism. So the authorities that be in the UK banned them. And that was a few years ago. So now, just recently, a new company called GB News um, has sprung up. And originally the idea was to give it a more right-wing but controversial but not outright kind of ethos. Um, However, that didn't work. The the guy that um, was the head of GB News, Andrew Neal, he used to, um, he worked for the Scotsman many years ago. He's had several programs on BBC TV, ITV. He's a political pundit, political analyst. Tell the people what the Scotsman is. The Scotsman is a newspaper, uh, one of the largest in Scotland. So, anyway, Andrew um, headed up this GB News. He resigned today. And he resigned because he didn't like the way the cultism culture was going 
um, they have been reporting from the far right. They are turning into what was a, a Fox type similar news, yeah. but on speed. So he resigned and he's been replaced by, and people in the UK <laughs> will know this name, yeah. Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage was the leader of the UKIP party. That's United Kingdom Independence Party. He's a Trumper. And he was a, a member of the European Parliament at one time, although he didn't believe in the European Parliament because he didn't think Britain should be in Europe. So, you know, they, they, they're very hypocritical types. Um, anyway, Nigel Farage has now become the face of GB News which yet again gives him an alt-right um, Nazi-style voice um, as a broadcaster. I, I'm not sure how long GB News will last on the air in the UK. We have that. There are very strict rules there. About, Is this TV and radio? It's television. Just television. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Farage is a, another one of these links um, of people linked to Putin, linked to Julian Assange. He is a great friend of Donald Trump. That's all you need to know, really. I didn't really get into it this week, but Marine Le Pen, funded openly by President Putin, is up for election, as is um, another woman whose name I did not write down. And... Monsieur Macron, he hasn't yet said whether he's going to run in that election. What do you think? I hope he does. Um, if he does, he will probably win. But Marine Le Pen is going to take a lot of the vote. Give us, give us a synopsis on Le Pen. Marine Le Pen, uh, she, she heads up the far right party over there. Um, she took over from her dad. She ousted him. She is, uh, she's been funded by Putin for years. She's aligned with the body of thinking that there should be a, a neo-Eurasian type regime, which has been presented originally by a guy called Alexander Dugin, who is a former KGB officer, friend of Putin, and he's known in Russia as the Putin Rasputin. Well, there's a a nice person, huh? <laughs> now, didn't she run the last time against Macron? She did. How'd that turn out? I know Macron won, but how? I can't remember how much she got of the vote, but she did get seats in Parliament. I think it was about twenty something of the vote. Has she gained any power? Um, since then. I know you're not there now, so... I think she's increasing it. She's she's doing it in a similar way to uh, the Republicans are here, not in an overt way. Hmm. Um, actually, it takes me to, to one of the book reviews I'm doing this week. Malcolm Nance, The Plot to Destroy Democracy. I think he wrote that in 2019. And my fault, I hadn't read it sooner. Malcolm Nance is a former U.S. naval officer. He knows what he's talking about. In this book, he's writing a clear and concise account of how Putin has followed 
the ideological philosophy of Ale- Alexander Dugin. He was in intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, Not just an officer. He was in no, intelligence. No, he was in intelligence. Yeah. He was. He spent a lot of time in intelligence in Saudi Arabia. That was his beat, and he had a, a lot of time spent with people that worked in Russia. And the higher he got up, obviously, the more he knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, this neo-Eurasianism that Dugan has been spouting, actually, since uh, the early 1990s. So we're talking about two decades here. Mm-hmm. which fits in with what's been going on in this country under under the, the water kind of thing, under the radar. So according to Wiki, uh, neo-Eurasianism is a political ideology that integrates and supersedes liberal democracy, Marxism and fascism. So since the 90s, Putin's worked quietly to align groups from across Europe and the U.S., to come round to his way of thinking, so he's like he had to do it himself in Russia with the Orthodox Church to get the religious people on board, and in order to do that, he started building churches, Orthodox churches everywhere. Hmm. So, give them their religion, but give me them, kind of thing. So he got support from the Orthodox Church. And and he does this with various different groups like neo-Nazis, alt-rights, um, the KKK over here. They're all aligned. They do conferences every so often in Russia or in other European places. And people from these groups are all invited. And it's a mixture of, of Russians, Americans, Europeans. Um so anyway, Putin's brought along the evangelicals, he's brought along the Nazis, he's brought along the KKK, and obviously Trump's base fall into that category, although I'm quite sure they unwittingly do, most of them. So here's, when it, when it comes to especially the white supremacists, uh, the, Trump has denied that repeatedly, which we know that's bald-faced lie. Um, but here's my theory on that. And you, you've probably heard this before, but he may not think he's a racist, but when the racists think you're a racist, you're a racist. You're a racist, yeah. I mean, when they select you for their leader, you're a racist. Well... I mean, that's all there is to it. And I realize that it's politics, and I realize that Trump sold his soul to that group of people in order to win an election, which was you know, quite savvy. The result of what they've done, though, Putin et al., the UK referendum on Brexit, there was a lot of input to that from Putin via mm. Nigel Farage mm-hmm. and also via misinformation on the internet. And the same was done in the referendum on Scottish independence, which 45% voted against. And so there there was no Scottish independence. But Boris Johnson has refused to release the intelligence report that 
the hearings and everything else that was done into that, he's he's refused it to be um, published. So people in the UK don't know what that contained. Putin's also been funneling uh, funding to Republicans through American Russians in the US, has been doing so since 2014 or before. And of course, he uses the grievances like immigration, abortion, gun rights, and appeals to those who are most likely to join the destroy democracy from within brigade. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, P- Putin uses the grievances like immigration, abortion, gun rights, and appeals to people that are most likely to join those groups or be a part of those groups and destroy democracy within their own countries, ultimately to ensure that leaders of the Western world have autocratic dictatorship aligned with him. Anyway, this book, there's just an incredible amount of information in it. It's detailed and it's very revealing. And you would be surprised at the politicians and advisors who have links to and who work for Putin's cause. What's the name of it again? Malcolm Nance, The Plot to Destroy Democracy. Excellent. I haven't read it yet. I've got it. um, The Scott reads. She does. I read too, but I like Audible. I like. (laughs) So I like to to be told a story. I like to read words on a page. Yeah, I do too. And I love the smell of books. But with Audible, I can do it while I'm on the treadmill. You you do it on treadmill, but I can't read on the treadmill. (laughs) No way. So I do Audible. I have the book. I haven't started yet. I just finished uh, Ben Rhodes' book. What was the name of that? That was awesome. Uh, ben Rhodes' book, uh, After the Fall? Yeah, After the Fall. Yeah, that was exceptionally good. And Very he good. also mentions a lot of the connections that Nance mentioned in his book. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not some kind of misinformed or misinformation that's coming out in one person's book because you've got all these very well-qualified people that have done all the research and the investigations. They know what they're talking about. Yeah, right now I'm listening to uh, Winston, Winston Churchill. Winston. Yeah, so as soon as I'm done with that, then I'll do uh, Malcolm's. One book that I did read, and I don't usually kind of, it's not my usual kind of book to get into, I read Mary Trump's first book that was about the Trump family. I love Mary Trump. She is such a darling. I can't believe I just said I love and Trump, Trump was in the same sentence. Anyway, Mary has followed up her last book. Um, it's called The Reckoning, Our Nation's Trauma and Finding a Way to Heal. In it, Mary explores the damage Donald Trump did to the nation and she's a qualified psychiatrist, psychologist. She says it's left everyone with PTSD. I believe her. I'm PTSD'd out with the former guy. Anyway, she looks at the disease that is racism from the beginning of slavery and how it's ingrained within the body of America, the body politic that is. She says it's got to be confronted and acknowledged by white Americans, and reparations paid before the U.S. can unite. She presents a really good reminder of history from about 1865. For anyone that's forgotten 
their American history, or if you've never been taught it, it's a good way to get a very quick learn before she goes on to um, explain how Trump made American people subject to him. Oh, no question. It's all, it's all power. Particularly the Republicans. And he's made it, he's made American as dysfunctional as his own family was. But no, I'd recommend that one definitely. Go get. I'm beginning to believe that he set up this whole Afghanistan thing for failure. He did exactly that. I mean, the whole thing was set up that way. I mean, when when he keeps uh, uh, when he got rid of the um, special visas or quit, he just quit. He what did do you call it. The, he did the Muslim ban when he came in. Yeah, but I'm talking about the the special. Um, Oh, the special work visas? Yeah. No, not the work. The, the, for the Afghans. Oh, for the Afghan interpreters. I can't remember what that's called. The SVIs or SIVs? Yeah. But anyway, that was the mechanism that needed to be processed for these people to get out. And he quit doing that last March. Trump did. Yeah. So he, he just quit doing it. I mean, it was just abandoned. That was March 2020, wasn't it? Uh, yes. March yeah. 2020, he quit doing them. And now that's just a big setup for Biden because that load's going to come back on him. He's already set it up a May 1st date, which Biden fortunately extended that. But he had the May 1st date, let out all the bad guys Yep. in, uh, in his uh, negotiations with the Taliban. And he quit doing that. So he said, this was this was planned. Oh, it was planned. Definitely planned. He had negotiations with the Taliban. He gave them everything, got nothing back. He might as well just have given them a white flag. But it was timed so that Biden would have to deal with it when he got into power. Okay, so here's a uh, did you know. This just came over. This just came over Twitter and what's trending on Twitter. You know, Secretary of State uh, Blinken is before the Senate. Yeah, um, I saw the opening statement. Or the House. It's the House. Um, we were watching that before we started this. Scott Perry is huh? one of the representatives from Pennsylvania. He's on this committee that is questioning Blinken. What did he Guess do? what he asked him? What? what? Uh, think of the wildest thing. I mean, it has absolutely nothing to do with Afghanistan or anything else. What do you think he asked? Who did you have dinner with last night? Hunter Biden. Oh, you're joking. I'm serious. This is a very serious questioning of the Secretary of State of what happened in Afghanistan. Hunter Biden wasn't in Afghanistan. Hunter Biden, who cares? Jesus. The one bit that I did see on that committee crap. this morning was a Republican by the name of Michael McCall from Texas. And in his opening statements, mm -hmm. he noted all the president's failures. And everything he said was based essentially on what Trump has done. But he didn't mention him by name. But I think he was trying to hang it on Biden, who wasn't president until 2021, after all the decisions had been made. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Do you want my do you know? Yeah. 
Say it. Say it the way you say it. Every day, <laughs> we'll be walking around the house. And just out of the blue. Did you know? <laughs> and I say no. I say yes. I say everything. But I can't get away from it. So <laughs> go for it. This is going to be a, a part of the show. A segment of the show. So No. Okay. I don't know. What? So, science... Apparently, you know how when your your mom said you can't sit there and watch too much TV; it's bad for you. Remember? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? It's true. Apparently, a scientific uh, study has now trundled along to back that up as a fact, according to Dr. Ryan Doherty from Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health in Baltimore. The more television you watch in middle age, the lower the volume in great matter. Examining the viewing habits of 599 American adults between 1990 and 2011, Doherty found that those who watched an above average amount of television showed reduced volume in their frontal cortex and entorinal cortex. Basically, your mum was right. TV really does your brain in. <laughs> okay. I think we already knew that, though. Oh, well. I mean, not scientifically, but yes. Actually, but there is a, there was a, a double dose because yesterday this, this little nugget popped up. Did you know <laughs> ABBA? ABBA? are the only palindrome, palindromic act to have a palindromic hit, SOS, in a palindromic genre, pop, P-O-P. -P. Okay. Ta -da. All right. So there. So there. Well, that about does it for us today. Well, that was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Very informative. Yeah. At least I thought it was. What we would like our um, listeners to do, if you want, is to... Please do. Please send us any topics uh, that you'd like us to discuss or yeah. um, feedback or... I don't know why my opinion matters, but I'll certainly give you my opinion. Uh, we're at joeandthescott at gmail.com. And that's and, A-N-D. Yep. You can also find us uh, on Facebook at Hot Dogs, Apple Pie, and Haggis, and on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Joe and the Scott. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was fun. Once again, can I just say? Yes. Doctors, nurses, we love you. Thank you. We appreciate you. You're doing an outstanding job in the worst situation possible. Thank you. You know, I need to add to that now that you said that. We have, we're pretty active on Twitter, personally, not show-wise, but personally. And I have so many nurses on, <laughs> shut up. She raises an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> you do too. I do. So, but the, I mean, the reports daily are just horrendous. I mean, you hear, 
if you're not on Twitter and have these types of people that follow you, then they, uh, I mean, they're just, they're going through the ringer. They really are. And, and it's, it, you, you really don't know it. You see it on TV and you'll hear a story here and there. Yeah. This is every single day. I think, do you know what? About 10 nurses that. People need to remember nurses are mothers, grandmothers, wives. They have children. They have to deal with school, making school snacks, getting their children ready. They have to work and they have to try and have 100% energy for all these people that are trolling up thinking this is a joke. It's not fair. It's not funny. Nope. They are ordinary people like you and I. Treat them with some respect, for goodness sake. And get vaxxed. Just shut your mouth and get vaxxed. God, it's not going to start or stop until that happens. Nope. So it's up to you. You want to be a bioterrorist? Or you want to die? Then you go do it someplace else. You know, it, being a longtime liberal, you always got from the right, if you don't like it, leave the country. Okay. The majority doesn't want you. Most countries wouldn't take you. I know. But, I mean, the hypocrisy of these people are just astonishing. And, and I always feel like I can't be astonished anymore. Well, I mean, that, that's where it gets to the point, and the next day I'm astonished. What astonishes me is the, the guy that says, "What you? Do, why are you working here? You, you can't be working here. You're foreign. When are you going home? I mean, white yeah, racism. No, you no, get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, till next time. And by then, we will have the results of the recall, which is uh, we're anxiously awaiting. So, we'll either be crying in our beer or celebrating. <laughs> until then, adios. Adios.